It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. The interesting thing is I have new glasses and I cannot fucking see anything. I just noticed that. Can yeah. you see? Can you tell? I can't I don't. I can't get this at the right the other distance. Ones, the other ones were a little grandma anyway. So yeah, they were horrible glasses, but it's good that I got these. I got these last night at Walgreens for $24. They're, mm. they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They have my name on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar that serves handcrafted food and spirits. With a whole new menu and a radically new happy hour, they have a three-hour happy hour here every day. From 3 to 6, if you want to start drinking at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, this is the place to come. Everything's half price, including drinks and appetizers. We're on Ferret Street, and we had a sample of the food here. Clyde Casey is with us today. Hey, Clyde. Hello. Oh, hello. hello. Yes. Yes. What were you thinking was going to happen next after I said your name? You're waiting for me to, to do something? No, 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 no. I, uh, I was just... Um Thinking about uh, something else. Sure, I was elsewhere. Mesmerized by my new glasses. <laughs> yeah, right. You've got bizarre-looking glasses. These are glasses that have got some sort of... Uh, like yeah, a serrated got, um, metal thing you could cut. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I've got like oh, wow. Wow. Oh, a fork stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we are at the fork in the store, you know. But, okay. Uh, a fork extends from his glasses yeah. out like on the right-hand side of your face with Turns a little mirror attached to it. Mirror, yeah, in yeah. fact, i got a mirror on this side. Okay, lean in so we can actually hear you. Jesus, okay. Yeah, I've got... Uh, I think eccentric <laughs> would hardly even describe it. Yeah, see, I've got a mirror on this side for my bicycling. Come uh-huh. on, right. look, lean in so we can hear you. All right. Yeah. And when I'm bicycling, I can see everything behind me. This mirror, when I'm in a grocery store, I can check out the woman behind me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's women following me pretty frequently, I would imagine. Is it? <laughs> You've got an, some interesting stuff on here. Cosmic You've got a lot debris. of things. Cosmic debris. Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, De- Debbie Lindsay is here as well. Hi, Debbie. Hello. Debbie, you just wore your ordinary clothes. You didn't wear your black and white outfit with the bits and pieces of mirrors all over it. But I thought the red would accentuate his. That's true. It's a nice uh, balance. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys from the band Toonces are here as well. Hello. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, John. And Nick is off there to the side there. <laughs> and Andrew Duhon is here, of course. Andrew, thank hey, you buddy. for sitting in for me two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, you know, it was okay. That was, was good. And then Rich no, Collins sat was in no for grand. me last That's week. right. Yeah, we were both away that time. That was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he did a good job as well. Good. You guys both did a good job. Yeah, actually. I did okay. It was great. Let me tell you, in case you're just joining us, if you'd like to uh, get a free ride on Uber. Do you guys ride on Uber, the Toonsons people? No. no. I never have. Have you got the Uber app on your phone? No. no. Okay, this is what you do. You download the <laughs> Uber app. And then in the little coupon code bit, you write Happy Hour NOLA. Happy Hour NOLA, one word. And they'll give you your first $20 ride for nothing. Wow. So how about that? Nice. Yeah. Thanks to Uber. How come you guys don't use Uber? You bike everywhere or you have a limousine? Bike and drive drunk. Drive drunk. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. Well, that's how they're making a lot of money, Uber, by, you know, suggesting that you don't do that. Yeah, I'm sure. But, you know. How drunk were you last night? Um, Pretty, Pretty fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Where where were you, John? Uh, Gasa Gasa. Oh, that's good. Okay. Right yeah. down the street. Were you playing there? No, no we, we were, were checking uh, out Bionica. Mm-hmm. Bionica? Yeah, Is that a woman? <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> no, it's a band um, started by Rex Gregory. Um, they're uh, future space music. That's how I describe it. Right. Um, they had three guitars on stage last night. That was a lot. <laughs> 
Right, usually Jeff McSwain sings and plays piano. The Beatles had three guitars, didn't they? Just two. Didn't they have two guitars and a bass? Just a bass bass not a guitar. Yeah, Paul played a bass that looked like a guitar. But isn't the bass called a guitar? That's not called a guitar. Yeah, I guess bass guitar. But you know, and and, mm. so musicians don't refer to the bass as a guitar. No. No. Oh, I see. No. So three guitars on stage would be a pretty big deal. Yeah, that was a pretty. Unless you got a six-string bass. Six-string bass. <laughs> okay. There's what? no such thing. There's a five-string. Oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's four. There's five. There's six. Yeah. And there's that guy we had on the show that has 17-string guitar. Remember him? There's also mm. double-neck basses. Right. Double-neck. Yeah. If you've ever like seen Spinal, Spinal Tap. Tap. Yeah. There right. That's right. <laughs> that was one of the great movies, right? Clive, you seen Spinal Tap? Now, Clive. Uh, yeah. I have. What's up with that? So you have your name is Clyde Casey. That's correct. And you don't mind if I call you Clyde or Casey? Either or. Why is that? <clears throat> um, well, I get it. <clears throat> I get it from uh, both sides. Both sides, you know, where people are uh, <laughs> finding out that it's easier to remember one or the other. You know. Well, what what kind of people remember Casey? Um, I don't know. People who uh, like things that have more of a rhyme. You know, Casey I don't know. sounds better than Clyde. <laughs> where did the name come from? Clyde is it a family name? It's an unusual name for an American person. Yeah, to be called it is. Clyde. Yeah, it is. I think it's. Uh, I think it's an English name, you know. I think it is too. Are you from England? Uh, there's. That's a yes or no question. Some of my some of my <laughs> ancestry probably is from uh, probably England. Okay, listen. Uh, so Graham DePonte, our fabulous producer, gives me a bio about everybody, you know, before the show, mm. so I know who we're talking to. So I'm just going to read this. Okay. This is great. Look, I've got lines Students. all over. I'm just going to read it. Okay, so it's Clyde Edward Casey. You have a middle name as well. Oh, uh, correct. Oh, that makes it even more complicated. Why is that? It's an <laughs> italics, Edward. Why? Why is that? Why would you? Why would you give me your middle name? Well, I, you know, first of all, that's a bio that I did some time ago. You know, to pretty much make it, you know, real clear as to in case someone confused you, me. another Clyde Casey who was sure who answered sure. this description. Sure. Is a performance artist, designer mm-hmm. of fork jewelry, mm-hmm. a freehand sign carver, a yard art decorator, a surreal assemblager. Assem- what is that word? Assemblager. Assem- that's a typo then. It's a P. Oh, it could be. How long ago did you write this? Uh, well, you haven't you found know, that in the last like, 10 years. You haven't found that typo. Okay, he's a surreal, <laughs> a surreal assemblager, a designer slash builder of audience interactive mobile musical sculptures, and a one man band. Does that sound accurate? Well, you wrote that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about that for a description? Not bad. That could be the ideal, the ideal happy hour guest of all time, I think. Uh-huh. Which one should we start with then, Clyde Edward mm-hmm. Casey? I don't know. It's like I, uh, I started here in New Orleans um, back in 78 performing by, quite by accident. So we can start with that. 78, you say? Yeah, I came down here in 77, was, wound up managing a wood carving shop on Bourbon, and then in 78 was the first wow. Mardi Gras. Wait up, wait up, wait up. Things were a little different in 77. There was a wood carving shop on Bourbon Street. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was right next to the Blue Nut. What exactly is a wood carving shop? Uh, it was a little place uh, back in the back of, um, of a store where you come in and get your name carved into wood, and I'd carve it. And across the street, there was leather. So there were people making leather pouches and putting your name on it and this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of handmade things on uh, bourbon at one time. That must have been pretty cool, actually. It was. It was. So there was a, what other things were there there besides? There was a wood carver you were carving with. There was a leather uh, there person. There was pottery. Wow, on Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, Debbie, were you here in those days? 
No, I was in Mobile, Alabama. You're from Mobile, Alabama? Yeah. That's the home of Mardi Gras, right? Well, that's what they say. They kind of screw it up. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You were born and bred there? <clears throat> I wouldn't yeah. say bred. I mean, you know, I say bred. You were <laughs> well, born there. Born and raised me there. Me and my inbred cousins. Yes, I was born there. And when did you escape? No from, breeding, though. No, no breeding no, was involved. No. When, you, when did you escape here? From I escaped there to here. here to here, yeah. 89. So a good 10 years after Clayton with Casey arrived. So there was yeah. no. There was no. Uh, Wood carving on Bourbon Street when you got it. By then it would all no, but there was still just a lot of real things in court. I mean, you know, a lot more just printers and dry cleaners and and shopkeeper. I mean, it was it was a neighborhood still. Right. I mean, the did you have this like sort of sexy voice back then? Um, or have you got that from smoking cigarettes? I, I used to smoke cigarettes, and but then I sounded a lot more masculine. I was like, hello, how are you? I don't, get I, don't know, I don't know what your idea of masculine is, but that that, that, isn't, <laughs> that isn't mine. <laughs> that's what, that's your idea of masculine is a sort of a raspy falsetto. It, it was really raspy then, but I I, I, I think it sounds great now, don't you guys? Yeah, it's nice. Oh, very, very thank you. Yeah. What do you think, Clyde Edward Casey? C sounds fine to me. No, I think so too. <laughs> so, did you have that voice from birth, or it's from smoking? was probably always sounded a little bit like this, but a years of smoking did not do um, a, didn't do you any harm. Didn't do it any harm. Right, exactly, right. <laughs> now, are you guys from here, the Tunces people? Uh, no, I'm not, but these Where, two I'm are. from here. I was born in New Orleans. I grew up in Covington. Ah, really? Okay. Yeah, but I was born on Napoleon, right over there. Right here on Napoleon Avenue. What, Nick, are you from here too? Are you from here? Nick, Nick's not allowed to say anything. Nick's a memory boy. <laughs> Nick said he wasn't, didn't want to speak. Something about his child. He's a Metairie boy. Metairie. He's from Metairie, okay. He's a Metro boy. All right, okay. Mm. So, Chelsea, where are you from? I'm from Long Island, New York. Oh, really? Yeah, I <laughs> moved here about six years ago, went to UNO. And then never left? Never left. Oh, wow. At the suggestion of my mom. <laughs> Where's your mom at? She's up in Long Island. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys have got a hell of a band, I must say. The music is awesome. Thank you. And then I thought, well, you know, because I've got some sort of vague responsibility, I guess I should find out something about you before the show. So I went, like I went on to the I went on to the internet. Have you guys ever heard of the internet? <laughs> Once no. or twice. There is absolutely no mention of you we, we on the World Wide Web at all. That's a all good thing. The thing I can find is references to, to a cat called Tinsy. Yeah, yeah. That seems to have taken up the first ten pages of Google. There's also a jingle writer that goes by Tunes's, uh-huh. but he spells it with two S's. So. And how do you spell T O O N? Well, that could be right. Yes. 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 I got that right. Yes. Oh, see. We spell it differently. We spell it differently. Well, that could be where. But she gets her way. Okay. Are you guys a couple? We are a couple. Okay. So you've already realized that she's going to get her way. Exactly. How long have you been? How long have you been together? A couple of years. Two years. Two years. Okay. How'd you meet? Uh, we've been friends for like five years. But I mean, pretty much mm-hmm. since I moved here, we've been friends. So yeah. we, we played music with together. each other in yeah. several different Mutual outfits. Friends. So. What flipped it from friendship to? One night we were doing a comedy duo called okay. Debbie and Donna. Debbie and Donna. I'm Debbie. I'm Donna. Donna. <laughs> I cross dress. And he was in drag, and he's never looked so beautiful. <laughs> he had glitter and sequins and lipstick. And yep. so after the show. Debbie and Donna. Debbie and Donna they had fell sex. In love. Wow. We had sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a threesome, but we ended up together. With nice. Dana. All right. Who, what happened to Dana? Shout out to Dana. 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 Well, we shouldn't say that publicly. What happened yeah. to Dana? 
<laughs> what did happen? Is Dana a man or a woman? First of all, that's interesting. You man. Know. Dana's a man. Yeah. Was okay. a woman. Was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which was okay. also funny because my first girlfriend um, ended up getting a sex change. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's something Delilah. I've never heard that sentence. Have you? I, I mean, not. No, I guess not personally, but you know, it, that's yeah. a real thing. I've heard my girlfriend turn gay. I've heard a lot of guys yeah, yeah, say yeah. that. Delilah turned into Elijah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard, actually, this is, you're the first person I've ever heard say that. I guess oh. this is a new generation of this is what's going to happen yeah. now. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it was like a long process of her being like a hippie girl, turning into like a lesbian, turning into a butch lesbian, and then eventually, you know. And where is he today? Uh, I think Vermont. So are you in touch with him? No. I saw her, I saw him once. You have seen him since he switched. I met once. him too. What did you think? Were you strangely attracted to him? No, but he was attracted to me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Maybe and I then shit got really weird. Shit got real weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you would have both could have both dated him. It doesn't seem that unusual that you'd both be attracted to the same person. Yeah, no. If you're attracted to each other, right? <laughs> Do we look alike? <laughs> well, maybe if you grow a beard. Yeah. Chelsea, that'd Debbie be... and Donna are actually twins in real life. They're twins that Debbie are Don- cousins of his that won the lottery. Yes. Oh, there are two real people called Debbie. There are two real people. Real people. They are cousins won- who won the lottery. Yes, okay. they won the lottery, <laughs> and I think they blew it all, and one Out of them's married. California other, or The other one's in Slidell. They're all from Louisiana, though. Yeah. How much did they win? Like, a lot of money, like they 200 million. They went on Oprah. They're twins. <laughs> They're twins. Yeah. Debbie and Donna are twins. Yes. From Slidell, did you say? No, they're from, they're from like, New the orleans or area. Something. Yeah, like, New orleans East and, like, Thibodeau. Well, oh. New orleans East and Thibodeau, I know we're near each other, How just in case you didn't No, know. they're not, but, you know, they were born somewhere. They Raised lived in the somewhere. other place. I don't know. They're so, like Debbie my... and Donna are out there somewhere, the real people. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, I saw them recently. They're my, twins, my, and they've got $200 million. Yeah, my Aunt they Lucy. They blew it all. Yeah, my Aunt Lucy passed away, and she got to meet him for the first time. I they were at the funeral. I was starstruck when I met them because I had played their character already on a stage. It was brought us together, and here I am at a funeral like, oh, my God, you're Debbie and Donna. And they're, we can't tell them. They're very like... They have no idea. They have no idea. Have no idea that you ripped off their personas. No. Right. And how accurate was your portrayal of them? They invited Not us onto a polka boat to a where poke? we could gamble and dance. So, you know... I was tempted to say yes, but John was not so inclined. Were well, they bought a poker boat before they blew the two hundred million, or did, did I don't think they someone owned else's poker boat. This is someone this else's poker okay. boat. Okay, so what did they do with the two hundred million that they blew it? That I don't know. I think they just you know moved to California, spent a lot of money on things that they were just you know bought a big house, bought like fancy cars, you know, like lived like the rock star lifestyle, and then. $200 million later, it's all gone. Yeah. I guess well, that can but happen. It, but it was also still... split between two people, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's Damn. only $100 million. Minus taxes. <laughs> only taxes. Only yeah. that much. Let's pretend like it's 25 mil a piece, right? That would be mm-hmm. the minimum. So, but don't you still... I mean, can't you save enough money for the property taxes just to have the house in L.A.? Isn't that... I don't think they're homeless. No, but you said they were <laughs> no, back right. in Slidell now? One's back in Slidell, and the other one lives in yeah. North Carolina, but is married to, like, a doctor or something, you know. But I, think of the fun you could have. It's like... Well, at least they moved... You, you know, I think they did it right. I think they just blew it all, and then now yeah. they're living a normal life again. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's probably what I would that do. bad of a thing, really. Yeah. Think, how old yeah. are they being Yeah, uh, They're, like, you know, in their late 50s, 40s, early 60s. 50s. And how old were they when they... Uh, do you play it as 50s and 60s, the characters, or do you play it I would say we're, like, in our late 30s. As the, characters, as, late 30s, yeah. as the characters, right. Early 40s. The characters, yeah. So where were you playing this? 
big, always on the, lounge. On the, on the big night. They're always yeah. lounge. We've They're done a few lounge. performances now. Can you, can you remember any of the routine to do it? Uh, maybe, maybe you know, not right now, I guess. Not right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was, right now is what I was getting at. Yeah. How did maybe. it, how did, can you do the, like the opening? You must be able to do the first minute. How did uh, it start Well, out? we're kind of like, I'm, I'm Donna, this is I'm Debbie. Debbie. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we live in a bunker under, under California, we're waiting for the bombs to go off. Well, that's another interesting um, thing about the whole plot of Debbie and Donna is that, like, we took their characters, but then for some reason we live like in a bunker in Arizona like in the desert somewhere like we're just trapped underneath there right you're like survivalists yeah, yeah. but nobody knows that this though is that's just, just like what that's just what happening. we know the audience has no idea like well, we this might is backstory just for the characters this is, this right? is the backstory just for, just for our like okay. you yeah. know yeah. right so you go on you, you go on and you, you don't say that you're living in a bunker then, so that's no. no 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 but so what's the opening of the like routine how did it start it's well, the Debbie and Donna <laughs> show. Yeah, I mean, hey, well, fuck I you. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the, we we only made one YouTube video, which we were not trying to be. We we're trying to be an improv comedy musical duo, uh-huh. but we made one video, which is Debbie and Donna work at a suicide hotline. <laughs> And convince and <laughs> people to kill themselves when they call in. Oh, that yeah. is awesome. We don't really convince okay. them. It's more so that we don't care. Okay, just, just, I guess got to stop you for one second. I okay. guess. And Nick, who's also in the band. He's also up, in the band. Nick, come over here. His, he just got up and he picked up a... Nick pink, doesn't care about anything. He picked up a pink polka dot-like <laughs> animal carrier. Oh, and, yeah. And moved it across. What's in there? Well, I had this little uh, hamster about 10 years ago. He passed away, and I just haven't really gotten over it yet. So, <laughs> so you're carrying a dead hamster around in well, the... no, I buried him. What what's in the uh, what's in the animal carrier? His memory. His memory. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. And I make sure he's tucked in. Okay, so Nick. You no, know, I must say when, when Nick has a yoga instructor. <laughs> which we just learned. Which we just learned because Nick doesn't tell us anything. He's and, a strange, and, and, strangely and, quiet guy. And, and the hedgehog. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, <laughs> he, he uh, you know, he was gifted a hedgehog, but he has to give it back. So we have a hedgehog with us right So now. that's a hedgehog in there, actually. That's a hedgehog. Should okay, we bring that thing over here. Yeah, let's bring it let's over, bring it over let's here. Let's have a look at the hedgehog. <laughs> it, it pissed okay. on Chelsea earlier. It did. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I've so never pet one before. Say, i got to say, when I walked in here today... Have you ever, walk, have you ever touched one? <laughs> I've never touched a hedgehog. I don't well, you're think today's going to be today either. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it says on the thing it's called... What is his name? Quilliam? Quilliam. Is that his name? Quilliam the hedgehog. Look at your phone, and Nick's got a flip phone from like 1977, from <laughs> from when Clyde Edward Casey first moved here. Yeah, can we let William out of the cage? What'll, yeah. What'll happen? Yes. Apart it'll, from it'll pissing. Just, it'll so, just yeah, it might pee on you. Just yeah, a well, warning. we don't want that. So, what does what does the pee smell like? How bad is it? I didn't sniff it. It's, it smells um, it's a on lot my purse, better than human. Like it's on your purse. Yeah, let's have a whiff. Oh God, you're lucky. I have to smell pee all the time. Really? Why, Why is that? You're incontinent. <laughs> I've got all these animals, and they're always like having urinary tract issues so you have to see who did it what's up nicky doesn't want to come out he's in a ball <laughs> Start a diaper. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many animals have you have you got debbie we have five and a half Quillian doesn't want to hang out have he's hibernating Aww. okay well bye bye Quillian. he's very scared yeah, well, he's got a, some common sense, at least, right? Right. 
He's, so he's curled up in a ball like a... Pork I'd pie. be afraid of us, too. Me, too. Yeah, I'd be afraid, afraid of Clyde Edward Casey. That's what I was thinking. When, when I walked in here, I thought you were going to be the most crazy guy at the table, but now, now I'm really beginning to wonder who's going to win the award for that. I'm just taking all this in. Yeah, Debbie and Donna, you didn't know that was going to happen, right? Okay, so... So Debbie and Donna were performing, which is, is a great opening to the show. Fuck you, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm. Right. And then you got off stage. How many times have you done this show before? Plenty. About four. So yeah. this is the fourth or fifth time you've done it. Yeah, and then we also... No, this Dana. is the first time we did the show is oh, when yeah, we became yeah, yeah. a... Yeah. With Dana. That was oh, that was the very first time you've done very, it. That was yeah. the very first time. You yeah. looked at each other after you did this and the excitement of this post-show... <laughs> yes. Pretty fever. much. You got... <laughs> Yeah. I'd love to fuck that person who I've known. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we had been friends for, like, a long time, too, and doing, like, a lot of intimate things already, like walking around the French Quarter, having conversations at 4 o'clock in the morning. So right. it was just more, you know, So you were timing. primed. So you knew a lot about yeah. each other. Already. We were really right. buttered up for this. Right, right. And yeah. So yeah. were you nervous when you took the stage at the Always Lounge to play Debbie yes, and Donna for the first time? I almost threw up. Yeah, because I'm a musician. I'm always a drummer, generally too. So the, the, to talk in front of yeah. Debbie, an Donna, audience. and Dana actually shared a Love Boat sushi special, and we all got sick oh, and got food poisoning. Damn it! That's this this yeah. night, right yeah. before and getting it, on stage. So we were all like oh, wow. trying to get in the bathroom, like. Yeah. Damn it, Donna, Debbie, and Dana. It was all funny because this is very unlike us. Like I wouldn't say that either any of us are like the most sexual people in the world like doing threesomes and getting fucked up and you know and right. it all just kind of like the love boat and the diarrhea and the, the <laughs> show uh, the comedy it's funny how those th- things often go together yeah <laughs> diarrhea threesomes and uh, love boat. sushi yeah, yeah love boat so we've gone from the poker boat to the love boat so where um, where, where did you go after di- uh, you did the show then you got off stage and wh- where did this all happen Chelsea's house Chelsea's back house. to my house yeah. So who exactly is Dana now without telling us who exactly Dana We is? probably shouldn't re- reveal that information what would for happen the sake if you, of... What would happen if you did? Oh, because nobody might know, want to know that Dana he was might, part of the... He, he might be upset, but we don't know, so we just... Yeah. He, know. she. He. He. Right. <laughs> okay, he was a guy in the threesome, right, Chelsea? You know that much. Right? Uh, well... There was still, like, dresses remained on yeah. for a lot of it. So there was a lot so of sequins. It was more fooling around, too. There was no, like, intercourse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to clarify. Just to no. get that Just to straight. Okay, yeah. Right. It's more like... So how know. did you know when it was all over? Um, it's time to go home. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> wow. Well. It, it will... Uh, wow. Uh, ejaculation. Okay, yeah. that was the end of that, then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then we're all going back to our... Now I'm yeah. going to go back to being myself. Yeah. And we can take off the costumes. And then what's going to yes. happen? Was anyone worried about what was going to happen tomorrow morning? Um, well, what did happen tomorrow morning? Well, uh, they actually both separately came back to my house. Try, like, Who did? John and Dana. And Dana. Yeah, well, I had a very strange situation <laughs> with another woman the next night who was trying to have Got sex with me. Got in his bed. And I did not like it. And then I left my own house. To come at to my four, house. At like two or three o'clock in the morning. But Dana was trying to sweet talk me in my own house alone and didn't realize that (laughs) John was going to come over. Did you know John was coming over? I did. I was like, oh, John's coming. So then it became, it was all three of us again, but it wasn't, didn't have the same same. magic. Nobody was, nobody was Debbie, Don and Dana drunk. Nick, did you know any of this? Nick doesn't have any of this. <laughs> well, we don't really tell everybody this. It's yeah. like pretty personal information. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we decided yeah. talking about it on a podcast. Yeah, why not? Because it's not like anyone listens to this, so yeah. you're fine. Good, yeah. because everyone's yeah. going to think Debbie is Debbie. Oh, <laughs> true. Oh, my God. That now the good point. That might be 
kind of. This could be good for your. This could be good for your image. Image, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Not, yeah. What sort of image would you like to portray, actually, Debbie? The real Debbie. I don't want to go quite there, but I kind of <laughs> like it better than being mammed. Ma'am. Yeah, Ma'am. That's, I hate that when people oh call God. me sir, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just want to pistol whip anyone who does that. Do you really? Oh, yeah. It really pisses me pistol off. Pistol whip. Do you have a pistol? No, but I, 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 could, I could take a brick bat. <laughs> Do you know. you, don't you have a shop in the French Quarter? I did. You did that, have a shop in the French Quarter. And now it is on 1452 North Broad Street. We've relocated. 1452 North Broad Street. Just had that to would be that a good in. place to have a gun. Both of those places <laughs> would be a good place to have a gun if you had a shop, I would think. And you have a partner as well who has. Yes. Does he have a gun? Uh, no. Nobody has a gun in this bookstore. So if you're thinking of knocking over this bookstore. It will have to be a brick bat. It would be a good store to rob because you're not armed. We know right, that. No, right. no. You have security cameras? Um, pretend ones. Pretend ones, okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. We have an alarm. <laughs> That's a really good an idea having a pretend. We have an alarm, so don't alarm. come by. Okay. And nine feral cats at the back door. Nine cats? Ooh. Yeah. This is on top of the four and a half cats you've got yeah. back at home. Well, we've got, what do we have? Three three cats inside, one cat outside, and two dogs. Okay. Yeah. I can't count, I can't add that up. But I can't sure either. That I, I get confused. And then there's nine cats at the shop, yeah. which is on Broad Street, not in the French Quarter. So that right. shop you had in the French Quarter is gone. It was on it's whatever. Gone. Forget that. So is Broad Street a good location? This is a shop that sells cookbooks only. Yes. Wow. It's called Kitchen Witch. Wow. Correct? Yes. What the heck made you open a shop that only sells cookbooks? Uh, Philippe had had a few too many beers and thought it would be a great idea and asked me if I wanted to go into business. This was uh, two months after Katrina, and I said, hell no. And then the next morning... Were you married at that point? No, we're not married. Are you not married? No, we live in sin. Okay. But you have a wedding ring and an engagement ring Oh, that's my dead mama. That is. That's her jewelry. That's yeah, not her. That's, that's you didn't mine. have it y'all, made y'all into a ring. Y'all can see that. Y'all can hear it. Ding, ding, ding. That's mine. That's actual uh, diamonds, real. golden diamonds. Yes. Okay, so that's his... Okay, all right. So <laughs> I guess it's on the wrong hand, actually, yeah. when I think about it. Okay. Well, that's interesting. When did you put that on? When your mom died? or Yeah. You, how long ago was that? Let's see. 92? No. You've had that on for a couple of years. Yeah. 1992. So that's before you met Philippe? Yeah. So you're already married to your dead mama when you met. Already met married her. to my dead mama. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. So luckily she had the same size fingers as you. I know. Did no she one, have any other resemblance to, to you other than that? You cut, can't get them off. I had now. to cut it off her dead, her dead finger. To cut it off. <laughs> she was a good woman. I don't think she would have minded. No, I'm sure no. she'd think it's great. You didn't really cut it off a dead finger, did you? No, not really. Oh, my gosh. How did you get it off? That's a, was, was she wearing them when she died? Gee, I don't know. That's a good, interesting oh, question, yeah. actually, when you think about it. Yeah. I have my mother's she jewelry, was, too. She was in one I of those dreadful, well, actually, it wasn't that awful, but one of those facilities where people probably steal. So we probably had already pried it from her little hands mm. while she was alive. Oh, you took it off her before she yeah. died because she was, otherwise the help was going to steal it. Yeah. This is in Mobile, Alabama? Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have my mother's jewelry Sorry, as well. Do you have any of well, your mother's still alive, right? Yeah. Yep. Your mother's still alive, too. Yeah. What about you, Clyde Edward Casey? Uh, she passed a uh, few years ago. You're not wearing any of her jewelry right now, are no, you? No, I'm not. Okay, that's good. <coughs> did you make all this jewelry? Uh, yes, I did. What, so let's go through some of it. This is like microphone, things from a microphone cable. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, it's a flashlight. Flashlight? Comes in handy. It's uh, actual... <laughs> 
It's an actual working <laughs> flashlight. So normally, you know, we have someone here taking photos. This is the one day that we don't have a photographer. Yeah. Chris, you've got to get some photos of I this. I wore lipstick. And Graham can take some photos. <laughs> you wore lipstick especially for the photographer. And a lot plunging neck. Yeah, I know. You got awesome. And awesome. Now you're going to put it up. Okay, all right. Well, no, we'll get some photos. Graham will take some photos. Oh, Chris will take some photos. Because we, we definitely need photos of Clyde Edward Casey with his bizarre look. Okay, so <laughs> do you dress like this every day or just when you... Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. So pretty how much. do you decide what to put on? This is like a giant chain. What goes on with this yeah. chain? I like it. No, but what does it do? It's like a... It just kind of... It just kind of forms... It's looped over your, around the back of your neck and over your shoulders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Does it do and anything? These are all, no, it just uh, it's just a part of the design. Okay. And what about all these jewelry things on your fingers? That really This is cool. all. Uh, these are all forks. Uh, I only use Brazilian stainless steel. This is a harmonica. And, um, and the saints. And this is a watch on here and bells and all of my work is. Um, it's all engraved uh, right. on the inside. I've got the latitude and longitude in New Orleans. Earth Milky Way Galaxy, the fourth dimension. You are your own fork chin cookie, and may the forks be with you, et cetera, et And that's cetera. on every piece you make? You get uh, that, every you piece get I that, make, and I also engrave the day that I make them on the edge. Wow. So this is, look, it's made out of a fork, and right. it's just to describe it, it has, it's made out of a fork that's like in the semicircular, so it goes around your wrist, and then it has a little tiny harmonica set in it. Yeah. It's and, it, a, and, it, and, it, and the harmonica plays. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a C note uh, micro uh, harmonica. In fact, Where do you find if you look it up, uh, this was the very first instrument in space. Huh. It was uh, played. It was played at Christmas time, uh, and uh, somebody had uh, somebody was singing with uh, some jingle bells. And uh, when you say somebody, and this was, who was this? An alien? No, no, no. This was uh, one of the Apollo uh, missions. Well, this is one of our astronauts. Actual, sure. One and they of these had taken baby harmonicas into space. This little micro harmonica. Well, I guess they didn't have the TSA back then, right? When you, if you look at, uh, there's a booklet uh, that comes with uh, the harmonicas that I get, yeah. and it shows all these different harmonicas, and it's got a history of this little, this little baby harmonica here. So, um, so anyway, but yeah, it tells that it was the first instrument you, in space. Where do you get the harmonica from? Uh, I get them from the third planet from the sun. <laughs> <That's>, okay. <laughs> Where do they come from? You fought, who makes these little? I mean, seriously. Uh, it's a Honer harmonica. It's, it's, a uh, made, it's made in Germany. Wow. Okay, so how much do I have to spend to buy one of these bracelets, and where would I get it from? Uh, actually, you can get them from me, but I've got them in stores uh, here in New Orleans. Got them overseas. Um, and, uh, what stores are they? Uh, well, I let people find, find out. If they're interested, okay. they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll search it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, that's what I call marketing. Market it, yeah. market it, yeah, buddy. It's an excellent idea. And um, just walk around every store in New Orleans, ask them if they have a bracelet with a harmonica, <laughs> and eventually, I guess, by the law of yeah, they're in they're in places. Circle K, that would be my first guess. They're in stores, but I don't no. really. Uh, you, don't want, a, you don't want to sell any, right? Well, they they do. I they mean, in fact, actually, actually, if somebody wants to come come to me, okay. where I'm at, uh, I'm involved with uh, a wonderful place called the Idea, mm-hmm. and it's a makerspace. It's the only major makerspace. It's also in on Broad New Street, Orleans. by the way. It's on South Broad. Yeah. And uh, and so I uh, I make them there, 
And um, and so and then if people want to know exactly where I've got them in, I can give you a list of some of those stores. Okay, well we won't make you do that. But Idea is spelled I D I Y A if you're looking for that. That's and correct. And it's on like Broad Street, where it's, it's sort of just uh, at the end of Napoleon there, where it sort of goes one way. Yeah, it's right near uh, Washington. It's right next to Washington. the Laurel Street Bakery. Right. And it's uh, 2703 uh, South Broad. Yeah, it's a very and cool space. That yeah, place. it's an amazing space. I love Great that people, place. Uh, yeah. Dominic and Janae and. It's a place where there's uh, 3D printing, uh, a lot of a lot of different kinds of 3D printing machines, laser cutting. There's a wood carving shop, uh, the Idea Factory, which is a combination of uh, planers and uh, and drill presses and and lathes and this and that, and whatever tools you need to, to make things. There's uh, uh, there's sewing classes. There's teachers teaching students. There's teachers teaching teachers. There's a lot of things going on, and I. I make these. I uh, I build my uh, percussion rigs uh, out there as well, and uh, so all the tools are available, and it's open uh, every day except Monday. So yeah, it's a very cool place. Yeah. A very cool place. If you have an idea about something you want to make and you don't have the tools yourself to make it, there's all sorts of really cool tools there. They have. It's a really great place. What do you mean by a percussion rig? What is that? Uh, the percussion rigs I build are uh, originally I was wearing them around my neck when I first uh, started here in New Orleans. And then I started, uh, but it got to where they were getting really quite heavy. You were heavy. A, dr- a drum kit around your neck. Yeah, I did. I called it a musical necklace. And it got to where I was wearing upwards of 70 pounds around my neck. And then, uh, but then it, was a thing of, then it was a thing of finding just what kind of wheels. Because people kept saying, you've got to put on wheels, so what kind of wheels. And so it, it, they evolved to wheelchairs. And, uh, and so I started putting them on uh, wheelchairs. And I put them on golf carts. And I put them on a lot of different things. And uh, recently, I've uh, been building them onto a, a large metal wheel like you'd find at uh, the electric company that the cable goes around seven foot in circumference. So I got drums on both sides, and, uh, and it can be rolled and played, or you play it in one spot. And I got sticks for everybody to play. So it's like a sort of a drum circle uh, experience. Yeah, 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 it is. It's an audience jamboree for everybody. All kinds of interaction for everybody. And where do you are you down on Frenchman Street? Sometimes have I seen you? Is that you? Yeah. Well, actually, uh, when I would set up uh, near Frenchman, I'd set up on the neutral ground across from the fire station. Okay. Yeah. And I would bring uh, the surreal drum wheel of cosmic debris, or the uh, the time traveler, or a paranormal percussion, or what, one of the different rigs. And I bring like several rigs out there for everybody to jam. So a little neutral ground across from engine number nine is. A classic location. Right. Are you still doing that? Are you still going down there? Can we find that. you? I, I haven't done that in a while. I did it New Year's Eve uh, down there. I did it um, uh, Mardi Gras. I did it uh, Halloween. And then, uh, but I'm so, so involved with idea and everything that's going on out there. I so just, you work, so you have like a job making these. You make these for a living. Uh, jewelry, I'm a volunteer basically. out there, but I, but yeah, I do. I do make these uh, for a living. And uh, and very I, cool. And you were asking me uh, like the value. Well, it's like when people get them from me, the latitude and longitude in New Orleans is thirty ninety. So I say thirty ninety. It's thirty dollars and ninety cents. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good deal, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think I might be able to sell you a couple right around the table here before you leave. <laughs> okay. Do you have any in your I've bag? I've got some. Yeah, I do. Okay, thirty bucks. Do you take? Uh, you have a square on your phone? Do you have a cell phone? Oh, I do. You do. Do you have a square? You can oh no, 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 no! I don't. <laughs> I don't do any of that. You don't do any of that. It's cash only. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Do you have change? Uh, I've got the 
I've got the dime for 31. 31. Oh, you got the dime, okay. Yeah. So what's in this little bag now that you're opening? Uh, I stopped tobacco about uh, about a, almost a year ago from coughing. Yeah. And I uh, so used Fisherman's in... Friend. Right. It, um, this goes back, Fisherman's Friend goes back to the turn of the century. Um, yeah, that's a, like a, it's like a hot lozenger type thing, right? It's like it doesn't a... Have any, it doesn't have any caffeine in it or nicotine in it. No, well, I don't know. It might have caffeine in it, but it's a licorice. It's licorice, okay. And whenever I feel a tingle or a cough coming on, I'll, um, I'll take it, you know. How long ago did you quit smoking? Uh, it's going on 10, 10 months to a year. Well, congratulations. And, uh, Good job. Well, I, I really enjoyed it. Well, I, <laughs> I, like to, I like to roll tobacco, and, and I would mix pipe tobacco with it, and I was, you know, but... Um, what about, but it, are you a big weed smoker as well? No. Because it's no. legal now in Louisiana, you know, no, as of today. Not really. I mean, today. it's like, you know... I think today's the day the governor's going to sign the bill that says medical marijuana is legal in Louisiana. Right. So I'm sure you have a medical complaint by the look of you. Yeah, but I don't... <laughs> I wouldn't be able to, to, to smoke it anyway because I'd just, like, cough, you know, it'd be too much. Well, medical marijuana doesn't have to be smoked, I don't think. Nope. You can no. eat it. You can have it. Right. Make butter. Right. Mm -hmm. Make cookies. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't so need I'll take your that. mushrooms. I'm and fine. Meat, I've had Put it on it. your pasta. You've given up on the pot smoking. You know, yeah, well, you it's like you know, it's, it's like uh, I've got enough going on with uh, just the natural surroundings tickling my fancy that yeah. I really I'm, I I'm, I'm fine. So this is what's going on here. I'm going to tell you who's uh, paying for the show, and then you guys are going to play us um, a song. Sure. about that Toonsies? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So first of all, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about how we afford to uh, make this high-budget high show. Thank you very much to Uber. If you find yourself... Look, I can't see up. Okay. If you find yourself a few drinks in, hey, you want to drum along with this as well? Oh, here, Hi, I, can, Edward Casey. I, I, I can play... Um, here we go. Play Spoon River. Oh, you got spoons? Yes. All right, okay. All right, thank you very much to Uber. If you find yourself a few drinks in and you need a ride home, Uber is the smartphone app that connects you with a ride at the tap of a button. It's safe, it's easy, it's reliable. All you do is request a ride at any time, and a car comes directly to you. Your driver knows exactly where to go, and payment is completely cashless. Wherever you're headed, count on Uber for a ride. You don't need any reservations, just need the Uber app, and if you haven't downloaded the Uber app on your phone yet, Go to the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store, and when you download the Uber app, put Happy Hour Nola in the promotion section of the app for a free ride Fuck up yeah. to 20 bucks, courtesy of Uber. That's Happy Hour Nola in the Uber app. Thank you, too, to Basics Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. Basics Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And thank you, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent... A hangover. All you have to do is go to the Hangover website, the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com, and in that one, you write "Happy Hour" in the coupon code, and you'll get 30% off your first order of Hangover Destroyer. So you too can seize the dawn. Thank you very much to those folks who brought us our show: to Andrew Duhon, to Chelsea, to John and Nick from Tunes, and to Clyde. Edward Casey for providing the back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's our best commercial break we've, we've ever done. It's pretty show. Awesome. good. Okay. So now I have mayonnaise all over these bits of paper. <laughs> so now Tunes are going to play us a song. John's actually getting his hair out of a case. So how long ago did you guys form a band? Before you were a couple and before you were Debbie and uh, It was gone. actually pretty much 
much right after Debbie and Donna. Oh, oh, it's recent. We started using some of those songs from Debbie and Donna and putting them towards our band. So you wrote songs for Debbie and Donna. Debbie and Donna weren't just a comedy duo, they were also musicians. No, it was a musical comedy duo. So so it ended up kind of turning into Tunes's. Okay. Oh, how cool. Well, the music that I've heard of you you guys doesn't sound... A lot of it's new, no. It's not funny. A lot of it we've changed. Some of it is. Is it supposed to be funny? Some of it. Okay, all right. It's well, not all funny. You want to do a straight one or a funny one? Um, we could start with a funny one. Yeah, let's do a funny one. Okay, and then we'll move into a straight one. We'll okay. start with uh, I'm happy. I'm happy or unhappy? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Well, that would be funny. Yeah, okay. it's very funny. All right. <laughs> once, once I get all tuned up. Okay. <laughs> well, you might want to move this microphone so you can... Uh, I don't know. Can you hear them?
Chelsea Hines, John Arsenal, and Nick Elstrup from the band Toonces. Spelled T-O-O-N-S-C-E-S. N-C-E-S. T-O-O-N-C-E-S or S-E-S. That, that was excellent. Thank you. That wasn't even that funny. It was great, though. Wasn't it? Really? That was awesome. That was really, really great. Do you want to do another one? Yeah, sure. What do you think, sure. Andrew? Make him do another let's one. Let's have him do another one. Okay. Which one, what do you think we should do? Um, what if we did the French fries? Let's do the French fries song. Well, this song is actually called Synthesize Me. Yeah. Synthesize Me, but it's about French fries. It's about French fries. Okay. No, it's about the grimace. The grimace? Yes. Okay, let's let it speak for itself. <laughs> The first song was a, like a, a, a song about someone who died, which was a twist at the end. I'm yeah. so happy because you're dead. Yeah. And this song was from the sort of point of view of a, of a French fry? Well, or was it really, or just about the pointlessness of everything? Yeah, kind of about corporate America. Like, just uh, buy me, you know, buy me everything. Right. Buy and me French fry. And it'll just bring in loneliness. And, yeah. And it's also got death in there. All my friends yeah. are dropping yeah. dead. Was that other... Objects like other French fries are dropping dead, or was that actual about people? It's interpretive. It's however you want to see it. It's really, it really is. The whole thing is through the eyes of a French fry, but really, um, you know, in the book of John, like the grimace is probably the most evil entity that exists the in the world. The book of John in the Bible we're talking about. No, no like John the book of without John. the H. 
like the book, the of, book John, of John, as in you, yes. John Arsenault, yeah. yeah, the member of Tunes's, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you have your own book, right? And okay. George Elizondo is sort of like a Jesus figure. It's like a parody of the Bible, but you know, does this exist? This thing? Yeah, it's it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's more <laughs> other, than, other than in your head. It's, it's more of a religion than well, a really? book. Okay, does it? It's just that the religion is called the Book of John. And does the, is there a book of John or not, though? A no. real book? No, there's no, no book. So this is all in your head. It's a religion. Do you have any followers? Because religion has oh, to yes. have... Oh, Chris yeah. Lennox, um, Michelle okay. Gomez. Uh, that's about it. Okay, that's I'm good. a follower. That's three. Chelsea Hines, yeah. That's you how it me. starts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And what's the sort of underlying sort of basic principle? Oh, uh, just, you know, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay. <laughs> Because, I mean, if anyone's listening, could they sign up? Oh, no. No place to sign up. You'd they have to, you'd have the to, same place have to know me. So they could find the same place they find one of uh, Clyde Edward Casey's Exactly. You'd have to come to 3210 yeah. St. Anne Street. And 3210 St. Anne Street. Yeah, we might not answer. If you're home. Yeah. If we're that's home. Where you, that's where you guys Yeah, we're live. making meatballs and spaghetti right now at home. So <laughs> it's actually on low right now yeah. on the stove. So. It is actually cooking right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that would be right great. Now. I don't know how safe that is to go out and leave the meatballs and spaghetti cooking. Is that normal? I know we have a fire going in our house right now. No so problem. Yeah. Hopefully it's still there when we get back. It'll be fine. Do you ever think that when you hear a fire engine or ambulance? So maybe it's going to your place? Not around here. Oh, I always know it's mine. <laughs> you always think it's your place, Deb. I can be out of town and I know it's mine. You still think your house is burning oh, down? Oh, yeah. 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 I thought it was just me. I'm pleased to hear that other people think oh, that. Do you ever think that, Andrew? You hear a fire, fire engine? No, that never really crossed my, my mind. Never? I just, remember, now. I just remember that I did uh, one summer buy one of those uh, fire safe boxes at Walmart. So I think somewhere in the back of my mind, I kind of wish my place burned down just to see if the fire safe box works, you know? Yeah. That's what's it, though. What's in it? Some of your CDs? Some cash and a passport. That's about it. That's it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much cash have you got in your house right now? Pretty good amount. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? Uh, <laughs> here. Tuscany. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Is that nice. where your family's from? That's where they're from. Yeah. Yeah. Tuscany. Hey, Andrew, do you want to play something while we've got guitars out and everything? What about it? I'll be honest with you, Grant. I mean, yeah. I, I have a bunch of half-finished stuff and nothing. Uh, Wait, maybe these guys could help you know, finish, can, it. finish it. You want to try to like, yeah, make something up? Clive with Casey and the Tunes's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff to work with here. Do you? I well, I be I just heard the intro to a song that I I, we I don't heard. Know the oh, me neither. <laughs> the Jazz Fest, Dad. And where's yeah. Josh Starkman when you? Yeah, need Dad him? Fest. That's a great tune. Look out for it, everybody. Dad Fist? Yeah, it's a song uh, written by a friend of ours, Josh Starkman. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. 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 So you guys and knew Alex it? Penyon. That's okay. right, now. Alex yeah. Penyon, Josh Starkman wrote that song. Okay, so you guys know each other. Andrew. We do, yeah, mm-hmm. just from mm-hmm. being in groups so, that have played with each oh, other. and uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He also looks a lot like our friend Matt, Matt Martinez, Martinez, so there's a sense of familiarity. Do I know Matt? No. He sounds no. like a dashing guy. But he he, he knows of you, too, because everyone tells him uh, also that you look alike. You've never heard so. that before, that you look like Matt Martinez? Nope. It's Jenna McSwain's husband. Okay. You know, yeah. If you've ever... Anyway. anyway. Venn diagrams. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that pool one of these days. <laughs> All right. Andrew, what have you got half finished that we can help you with? Well, not Shit. us, but the, these guys. I know. Okay. So I got this song I was writing over Christmas. Actually, I was writing it on a specific day when I was, because uh, I always want to make something for friends who I can't think of giving something to, and cookies are kind of overplayed, so I thought I'd pickle some things. Pickle? Yeah, which is nice, because it takes time for it to get good, so right. when you give it to them, they can't quite have it yet. 
uh, you know. Okay. But, you know, it was nice because the whole day I was just thinking of my friends. Is your guitar tune down? It is. Don't um, worry. It isn't anymore. <laughs> Boop. We're now in the key of C. It sounds like this. Am I close to C? So you have your guitar tuned down a step? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you should just play it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, you were a whole step down. Is that right? Wow. Why did yeah. you tune down? That's zany. The thing uh, doesn't work. Well, I often tune half a step down. Okay. But uh, this happens to be a full step down, which is strange. I'm not sure why I did that. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, is that for your voice? It can you be. You just like to sing that? Uh, I used to. And now now I don't have a good reason why. Just feel like it. Yeah, kind of <laughs> right. fear change you. So there you were pickling over Christmas. Right. Thinking and then of I just, your friends. You know, and then what happens is you just start putting them all in jars and you realize, you know, it's time to, it's time to put all these feelings from my friends into a song. It goes like this. Well, I've been pickling beans and pickling veggies and making myself a little marmalade. The thing about pickling is it takes a little patience because it's never quite ready right away. But on a day in the very near future, I'm pickle up a couple jars or two. And on a day in the very near future, I'm going to bring along a jar to you. Salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar is all you need to have a pickling day. Thing about pickling is it takes a little patience, cause it's never ready right away. But on a day in the very near future, I'm pickle up a couple jars or two. And on a day in the very near future, I'm bring along a jar to you. Oh well. That's from the Book of John. That's from the Book of John. Now, that's another great song, Andrew. That's a wacky little song. Thanks, dude. It's pretty zany, I would have huh? thought about it. Yeah. I would have just like, come up with like a rebuttal to that song. That's nice. But Next time on Happy Hour. I, 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 I was too embarrassed. It would have been perfect. You can f- keep writing a few verses when you get home. Okay. Oh, after the house is burnt down from the meatballs yeah. and spaghetti. Right. And mm-hmm. sit outside and 
you still have your guitar, yeah. even if the house is burnt down. We'll That's challenge right. you true. with your own song. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like a pickling song battle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be about the fermentation process, <laughs> as opposed to uh, pickling yeah. things with vinegar. What do you rhyme with oh, botulism? Botulism? Mm. Hmm. I don't. I don't mess with that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Clyde could come up with a rhyme for botulism, right? No. No? Okay. Um, I don't know if there is one. That's a good question. So anyway, here it says in your uh, in this extensive bio of yours, Clyde, I don't know whether you wrote this or not, that, that you got married. Is that true? Oh, it was a, uh, it was a show uh, called Big Easy Brides and... There was big easy brides. <laughs> it was here in New Orleans, and uh, what part? And what part were you playing on the big easy brides? Well, what happened was uh, a friend of mine from L.A., the Cosmic Cutie, Diana Brownson, was here, and they pulled us aside and asked us if uh, we wanted to get married on the show. And it was it was theatrical. It wasn't. What, you know, what show? What is, what is this show called? It, big it, easy it, brides. What is that? A like a bridal? What it was is that uh, Tony uh, has, um, I can't think of his last name, but anyway, but he's got the wedding chapel on Burgundy okay. at 333 uh, Burgundy. And, uh, and so they were doing like a reality show there, and this was like a few years ago. This is a real reality show for TV. Yeah, it was a reality show, right. Not so, like the Bible, according to John. Yeah, right. No, it wasn't that. And so, uh, so the Cosmic Cutie was here, and I... And I was uh, I was with her, and then one thing leads to another, and they asked us if we would uh, want to be a part of it. You know. So you got married in a show, which was it what was kind a of yeah, it was it, it was wasn't a, was really we weren't really it was married, for a TV show. It was for a reality show. Right? So you're pretending to get married for well, yeah. a, for a, in a wedding chapel on Burgundy Street in the French uh, some Quarter other for people, a reality TV show. Other people did get married. Did on you the get show. a honeymoon? And this yeah. is called the show's called Big Easy Brides. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, but that There's was like there's a TV show called Big Easy Brides. Is that right? Correct. That's correct. insane. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. No. 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 John? We don't have a TV. No. You don't have a yeah. TV? Okay. But that was I've like about three three what, years ago. And so. what's the concept behind the show? People getting married in a little chapel on Burgundy Street. Uh, basically, it was uh, characters out of uh, New Orleans, French Quarter, and uh, and people um, in various uh, settings were would get married. So they drag you on the show because you look very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty right, much. Right. Okay. And, um, and what does the what did your bride look like? Uh, Diana's quite a knockout. Right. Yeah, and she's uh, an amazing. She's also known as Diana Piana. She uh, plays piano and right. and uh, another instrument. And why is she uh, called the Cosmic Cutie? Is she's crazy? Well, she's uh, pretty much uh, no. She's not out there. She's she's pretty much grounded. But uh, but she's got a got a certain amount of. Um, uh, other world in worldliness that goes on with her. Okay, you know? that's where the cosmic comes from. Correct. Okay, and does she live here still? No, she's out in LA. Okay, so she went home. So are you legally married then? No, no, no. no. When you get married in a ch- who married you? Uh, it was uh, Tony. Um, I want to say his last name. But, but even if it's a bullshit thing for a, a TV show that's a so-called reality, which Some is people, far from it, you can still go on the honeymoon. Every most everybody <laughs> else. Most yeah. everybody else who got married on the show were really married. But if you're really married, if you're even if you're faking it, if you're married by a celebrant, yeah, we got to sign it, right? You got to sign the papers. You do have to sign. No, the papers. we didn't sign papers. I'm an ordained right? minister. You you're an ordained minister. I am. Okay, Chelsea. So you know something Ex-hearse about this. Ex-hearse driver. I'm. Hearse driver. 
Yeah. What? You used to drive a hearse? I used to drive a hearse. And now you're an ordained minister. I'm also an ordained minister. And an entertainer. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what uh, church ordained you? It's the Universal Life Church. Right. So That's it's where you online. pay a dollar. Yeah, you go online. Right. You, you can do it for Anybody free. Anybody at this table could do it. Anyone can do it. You it's get a ordained text. for free, and then they right. s- you pay to have them send you your your license so you can bring it to City Hall. Right. I've married a few people here. All right. Yeah. So that worked with that's somebody. A, did that when he wasn't dealing drugs. Mm. Really, it's a good <laughs> sideline. I'm not dealing drugs. Though. You don't know he was, but <laughs> it's, we're just, it's we're just a supplement. Them. Your friend was a drug dealer, Debbie, and he. He well, supplemented his income by marrying people. Marrying people and <laughs> and making jambalaya. I didn't actually. I, how much do you how much do you get paid for a, a wedding gig when you're marrying them? I've married mostly friends. Right. I did one one couple that weren't friends, and I made two hundred bucks. Sweet. Two hundred bucks for. Okay. You know. It's just like being a musician. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of the same <laughs> sort of bag. It's just a gig. Yeah. You could do both though. You could you know be the the music act. At the so wedding, you, yeah. yeah. Like, so we are doing that on Saturday. Okay. For and Josh I've done Starkman's it for wedding. most of oh, the nice. weddings yeah. I've done. Yeah, that's pretty Tunes cool. Is, Tunes is will be playing at Josh Starkman's wedding, so you might not be invited, but you might be invited. So <laughs> well, we haven't been invited yet, but maybe we could take William the Hedgehog and yeah, you get married. And some pickles. <laughs> Everyone yeah. can get married. Well, we're you trying to up. find the yoga teacher. If if you're listening, you know we're looking for you. We're trying to deliver Should your hedgehog. Oh, oh yeah. Our next yoga teacher wants the hedgehog back. Yeah. Yes. Who is the yoga teacher? Well, she doesn't deserve the hedgehog back. Mm. How could you? How can you? How don't, could you don't remember her name? We could Skype. I mean, we could uh, Google it. You know her name? Yeah, we could Skype her with the hedgehog. Why did she give you? Is this like you know when you're in elementary school and everyone gets to take the pet home for two nights? Is this like an elementary school where everyone gets to take the pet home? You know, you have your, you're like in third grade or something you get the hamster for the night well it's not like that but it's like a whole nother world with these headphones now this is crazy <laughs> yeah i really feel official now yeah, yeah. you look great yeah. too. thank yeah. you so much you're welcome. yeah i know you look i'm very insecure different. about my ears because one of them is actually deformed it's pointed like an elf ear that you one can is see that yeah let's have a look at the other one the yeah. other one's kind of circular you know i, I would not one. i don't think it's that deformed i think you might yeah. have a, like a phobia about that one yeah. Uh, do you think, Andrew, uh, what do you think? Andrew's, looks fine to me, man. Andrew's a doctor oh, and a plastic a surgeon. It's a normal thing. It's just a... It looks fine. Yeah. Have you been worrying about that for a long time? Hmm? I'm not worried about it. I accept no. myself how I am. That's good. So. If be, I was 50 years you younger, that's I part think it was hot. Oh, there you, you go. So, well, if you were younger or he was younger? No, if I was 50 years younger, I'd think that 50. he was... I, uh, well, all right, 40. What's your name? This is Debbie. I'm the real Debbie. I'm just one of those people who's never really looked at age, so... Uh, so you don't, you don't care that Debbie's so 40 years old. Cute. Uh, You'd I, uh, be happy to date Debbie well, today. Because be careful what you say, because we've been, had a lot of success with this before. That's right. Oh, is this a success? Yes. And I'm very careful. We did our tarot cards the other day, and then they I had a romantic thing in my future, okay. and I think there this was go. all set this up. This is it. This so is I it. Thought, I can't believe this. Wow. Sorry, oh, this is amazing. Uh, so this is yeah. going to be the, the romantic prediction on your tarot card. Who did your tarot cards for you? Uh, uh, Chelsea did. She's an Chelsea, ordained you also tarot card. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Chelsea is every okay. uh, She sent it in for a dollar. Okay, yeah. do you str- find the uh, hedgehog strangely attractive ever? The hedgehog? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, is that I just should I? No, I uh, hope not. Who, who owns the hedgehog, really? Who owns the hedgehog? Yeah. My, uh, a yoga instructor. A yoga instructor. Yeah. Why would a yoga instructor be imprisoning a hedgehog? Why wouldn't they let it go? 
I, I know exactly. Um, we well, she's not an ordained yoga instructor. So she's not, but yeah, why? Why does she it. want to imprison a hedgehog in a little polka dot cage? Like I think that. she's insecure and she has to take it out on a smaller creature. So. I, I think you might be right. That's yeah. well said. Uh-huh. And what kind of yoga do you do? Uh, um, the uh, when when uh, you do a. Um, yeah. Is that, uh, I thought I don't know. I thought it was a one-word answer. I thought there were different <laughs> types of yoga. But I, I don't well, know no, much about we, yoga. Well, no, we we sit down and we say um um um. So that's okay. yeah. I was just giving you like a complete sort example. Intro. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, and I put my hands yeah. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. okay. TM. TM. Do you? What is your name again? Debbie. Do you do yoga, Debbie? Oh Lord, no. Have you? Would. I mean, I know, oh, I know a whole lot you. about yoga. Oh. You, could, you <laughs> could learn. This could be, this is just the beginning. Um, all right. Yeah. I can give you Nick's number. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Philippe. Nick, so you and Philippe are a couple? Yes. Oh, okay. And you own the bookstore together. I thought yeah. you just had a business. Oh. So you're a real couple. So why aren't you married to Philippe? It's, um, I have two rebellions. I never want to own a car or be married. But I do I'd co-own a, a car, but I don't drive, so that helps. You co-own a car that you don't drive? No, I don't drive. How did you get sucked into that one? It was $2,000. Does that make you a co-owner of a total, like half? So it's a $4,000 car? Oh, no, no, a $1,000 then, co-owner. It's a stinking Lincoln. It's a 94 Lincoln. You have a 94 Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you bought it for 2000 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good deal. How many yeah. miles has it done? Oh, God, Philippe could tell you he's real proud of it. Um, like 250,000. I don't wow. know, something big. Something okay. big. On the same engine? Do you know anything about it? Probably the same engine. Okay, that's pretty cool. When you said Stinkin' Lincoln, it reminded me of JT. Are you familiar with JT? No. He uh, took, a, took an old Lincoln uh, that got flooded during uh, Katrina. And... Um, and he redid it. Uh, some the guy said, "What can you do with it?" He redid it and um, took it out to the salt flats and uh, brought it back to life. And he was aiming to create a world record for the. He called it the stinking Lincoln in that category, mm-hmm. and the and the purpose was coming back to life from from the from Katrina because it was a Katrina flooded car. And uh, JT is well known for uh, the Rebel motorcycle and the Wraith cycles that uh, that he had designed and uh, built prior to Katrina. And so, when it comes to like you know this kind of motor genius, so he brought it back to life. And so it was like had to do with the resurrection of you know the death City. of New Orleans right. and then bringing it back you know through the stinking Lincoln so they call it oh. the stinking Lincoln we, we took a perfectly lovely car and just kind of trashed it so it's the opposite <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. that not it's the other side yeah. of a stinking Lincoln well story. I mean we haul dogs and cats around <laughs> and, and it's got a hole in the bottom to drain water and it's like a boat sort of thing. And, and then it floods and it smells it's Katrina it years smells. later oh it smells really dreadful yeah. Well, you're making it sound But we don't attractive. have to give people rides to the airport. Nick, you need a ride anywhere? You need a ride anywhere? Because Debbie can pick you up on the Lincoln. He doesn't, he doesn't have a ride home. How did you get here, Debbie? I'm taking the bus. Oh, wow. That's okay. We have a van, Nick. We can take you home. 
Okay. Hey, listen, we have, we're talking of going home. We have to get out of here right now. They want to make room for actual paying customers here, so we have to eventually leave, which is about this very second, actually. Well, thank you. So that's been happy hour for another week. I think this has been a pretty... Uh, a pretty damn good contribution to the sum total of human entertainment. I feel good about spending my hour that way. Yeah. yeah, I think it was great. We've been joined by Clive Edward Casey, who you can find at IDEA, which is spelled I-D-I-Y-A, and mm-hmm. buy yourself a little bracelet with a harmonica on it, or sure. you can find it in a store if you just wander around New Orleans long enough. <laughs> you can also find a store on Broad Street called Kitchen Witch, courtesy of Debbie Lindsay, which sells cookbooks, which we didn't really get into, but there's obviously a lot of cookbooks in there. Uh, Nine to 10,000, music and spice and local art. Okay, so we can find you online too, somewhere at kitchenwitch.com. Yes, indeed, or look for the car out back. Look for the stinking Lincoln out the back of the car, uh, the <laughs> Kitchen Witch bookstore on Broad Street. Thank you, too, to the guys from Toonces, Chelsea Hines, John Arsenault, and Nick Elstrop for joining us, along with Quilliam the Hedgehog, <laughs> borrowed you. from the yoga instructor. <laughs> this has been a very strange, and Debbie and Donna and Dana. Dana is not here. Dana's Dana's not t- here. Let's just get that straight. Yeah, Nick's not Dana. Nick didn't play the part of Dana. No. Any Nick of this. is not okay. Dana. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us, everybody. Our show is produced by Graham DuPonte, our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director, and our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on this show and you can sit upright for about an hour, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, it's neworleans.com. We can also find many other happy hours to listen to, as well as some other shows we make here. Out to lunch with Peter Aschuti, live from Commander's Palace, true to the game. With the fabulous and funny Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canata, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu and the brand new podcast about death. Oh, you guys were going to love this. It's a podcast about death. It's called, guess what? Death the Podcast. With psychologist Dr. Arian Alfant. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. <laughs> on all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. I have no idea who took those photos today. Alison Moon is away at a Beyonce, con- Beyonce concert that's in Seattle. Graham took some. Graham took some photos. Chris took some. And who was this guy walking around taking photos? Who was that? Oh, I have no idea who that was. If you listen to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Stop everything for one minute if you're not driving and take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today on Ferret Street. It's called Wayfair, where they have a radically new menu and a happy hour from 3 to 6 every day with half-priced cocktails and appetizers. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, thank you so much to Rich Collins for being here last week. And Andrew, thank you for being here the week before. And for Graham DePondi, our producer, and everyone around the table here at Wayfair, including Chris Kehoe and everyone back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour. <laughs>